So creating that list of where are the areas that I can improve and how can I get there? And, and also acknowledging, you know, my goals are worth me feeling uncomfortable right now. Welcome to the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we are dedicated to unraveling the secrets to real estate success. I'm your host, Maud Leger, and each week we bring you insights from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators, sharing their success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Join us every Monday for a new episode and discover how to crack the code to success and take your real estate business to the next level. Don't miss out on the opportunity to unlock your potential. This week, I'm speaking with Daphne Moens from the Kate Brodick team. Today's chat is all about thinking forward. With the spotlight-stealing confidence of a seasoned performer and the sharp instincts of a sales expert, Daphne is here to share how her vibrant mantra of setting goals, looking ahead, and embracing innovation makes her a driven realtor. Tune in as we explore the rhythms of realty and the melody of success. Let's get to my chat with Daphne. This podcast is sponsored by Sold Right Away, the experts in real estate marketing. You work hard selling real estate, we work hard selling you. From listings to branding, Sold Right Away has you covered. For all your real estate marketing needs, visit soldrightaway.com. Hi, Daphne. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success? Oh, jumping right in there. <laughs> um, I think that the key to my success has been really always moving forward. So I've had a bunch of different careers. I actually started primarily as a singer. I used to sing on cruise ships. Um, I then ended up in a sales position, uh, creating a team that sold millions of dollars of product. And then sort of when that wasn't feeling like the right fit anymore, I pivoted again and I looked for other ways to generate income that felt like a good fit for me. And it was actually an ex-boyfriend who he was kind of, I was kind of humming and hawing of what to do next. And he just said, well, you're all, you're always on realtor.ca. You're always looking at houses. You're always looking at the market. I really think that with your personality and with your work ethic and with your interest in uh, the housing market, that you really should be a realtor. And so luckily I took his advice because when I was getting my real estate license was right before COVID hit. So uh, uh, all of my performing work disappeared in an instant. Um, and so I used to do, I used to do musicals and that sort of thing. And of, of course, because of the pandemic, that was all gone. But luckily I had just done my final exam for my real estate license. So I think I owe my ex-boyfriend uh, a huge thank you. <laughs> Speaking about time, I, right? That's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that's what, that's what I'm trying to sort of, if I can go back to your question, um, is always kind of looking for the next thing that feels right, that will use my natural abilities as well as my interests to find something I can be passionate about and work hard at. I love it. I love it. That's so cool. How do you integrate that energy, that performing to the sales and to real estate? How do you put it all together? Yeah, it's been it's been actually a really lovely combination of the things that make me 
good at performing is also kind of transferable to to real estate because um, really most people in theater and in the music industry are people 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 you know what I mean like they love being out there and being social and talking to people and I also think that you end up with a lot of different interactions with a lot of different personality types in theater um, so you just learn you learn about people you learn how how to listen you learn how to um, you know really understand people's personalities and how you can not really adapt but how you can best communicate with them and then I would say, you know, the outgoing aspect of me from performing has obviously really helped as well, because I'm I'm really not afraid of a lot of interesting situations or different um, you know, predicaments that we can kind of get into or, or scenarios. And one of the best things about theater and live theater is that everything's so unpredictable. So you have to kind of always be ready to adapt. And, and so being flexible and sort of on your toes is something that I've been able to transfer over to real estate. Yeah, I love it. Unpredictable, improv, dealing with things that are happening to you. I love it. That's so cool. And then mixing that your background in sales, because you said you were selling millions in other products. Uh, you have like a perfect, really, umbrella of, of all the skills to put together. Yeah, it's almost like if you take the performing plus the sales position, sort of amalgamate it, it kind of has put me in a great unique position of having all those different skill sets that I think lend themselves so well to being in real estate. And actually, what's really funny is that there's actually quite a few people from my industry of performing and musicals that made the change over to real uh, being a realtor during the pandemic. So I think it, it's a natural sort of extension, which is nice. Yeah, it makes sense for sure. Tell us what is the most impactful thing that you have implemented in your business that brought you success? Oh, that's a good question. I think aligning myself with mentors and with just soaking it all up. Yeah. Right. So I think you have to be unafraid to be bad at something at first or admit that you don't know and and be willing to really ask a lot of questions and and really listen to people who have been in the business longer than you and and really just absorb all that knowledge and i again i was really lucky that when i pivoted into real estate i was i joined up with a um, a team leader who had a huge a lot of business a lot of transactions so my learning curve was very steep but I got through that so fast because she just had so many deals happening. So even though I would say technically time-wise, I've only been in the business for three years, I I wonder sometimes if I perhaps have more transactions under my belt than maybe some people who've been in the business for five So I or more. So I've seen a lot of different scenarios that have come up, which has made me really kind of look at every single transaction from all different points of view. What could go, what could go wrong? How do I protect my clients? How can I work with the other agent to make the transaction as seamless as possible and as smooth as possible? Yeah. So it, it, I would say that's it. It's just, um, you know, figuring out how to learn from people who know more than you. 
I love that because you're right. Sometimes people think about experience in terms of years. I've been in real estate for so long, but if you only did five or six transactions a year or throughout the, the two years, whatever, um, the, the fact that you've done so much, I think helps you with the experience that is not necessarily in years. Yeah, because when you see what can happen in a deal, then you start to uh, anticipate it in deals moving forward. So you start to look at, well, what didn't go right in that deal? Um, okay, well, I should remember that for that kind of deal moving forward. But if you don't have that many transactions, you haven't seen a lot of scenarios. And I think anybody in real estate will tell you that every transaction is totally different. They're never, never the same. They're never cookie cutter. There's always something that's a little bit different with every buyer, with every seller, with every listing, with every house, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thinking about that mentorship that you got and all this experience now, what's the one thing that you learned that must happen in your business for you to be successful? Oh, I think just putting yourself out there. Oh, okay. I think, <laughs> I think you know, hustling, really. Like you, you need to be out there. You need to be talking to people. You need to be putting yourself out there on social media. You need to be unapologetic about putting, you know, who you are and what you have to offer out into the world over and over and over again. And I would say that that's been a huge shift for me recently is that I don't know if I always understood the power um, of, of, of really being vulnerable and also not apologizing for who you are and your skill set. I think that Unfortunately, women in general tend to be a little bit more demure and a little bit shy about what they what they do and how good they are at doing it. And I think when I put two and two together and I realized, no, I'm a great realtor, I'm great with people, I'm smart, I'm hardworking, I'm a great communicator. When I remind myself of that over and over again, it's easier for me to put myself out there because I feel more confident that when somebody's hiring me or thinking about hiring me, I know what I bring to the table and I, and I can feel like I bring solid value. So I tend to be a little bit uh, less apologetic, I guess is kind of the word I'm looking for, but a little bit less, um, you know, I think we tend to, yeah, like, I think we, I think we're like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be too much, you know, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to sell to myself too hard. And then there's also the little voice in your head that's saying, yeah, but what if somebody hires you and they don't love your service? You know, so that can also start making you be more afraid of putting yourself out there. And I would say that that, that is, like I said, been a huge shift for me where I just go in, you know, I go into listing appointments, I go into buyer meetings, assuming that they will want to work with me, that they would be silly not to because I'm going to do the best job for them. And when I feel it, I know that translates yeah. and, and they feel that as well. They feel taken care of. They feel safe doing this huge transaction with me. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. I totally see that. If somebody walks in shy or reserve or not secured, then they bring that, that stress and then the people feel it and they'll be like, well, <laughs> it's my biggest investment. So, yeah. Yeah, they want to work with somebody that they feel confident about and that they trust. They're not going to take the leap unless you really believe that you are going to give them amazing service. Love it. Love it. Love it. 
Tell us a little bit more about your lead generating. What do you do in terms of activities or efforts? How are you like hustling to get more leads? So recently, as I mentioned, I've really been upping my content on social media. I realized that something that is very easy to do that does actually get people's attention is answering the most common questions or, or stating. So for example, I did a series of videos in one day that I was able to, to send out every Monday and they were very short, very, very short, just a little real. And it just was, you know, a word of advice to a landlord, a word of advice to a tenant, a word of advice to a buyer, you know, and, and in doing those little tidbits, I know that people don't, people have questions and they feel dumb asking them. Right. So if I can go ahead and answer those questions proactively, they're going to think of me the next time they're looking at real estate. So, for example, one of the questions I answered was, is it a good time to buy right now for a, for a first time home buyer? And I said, absolutely. You have more inventory to choose from. You have um, you have a, a situation where it's a bit more balanced so you can ask for conditions, which protects your investment even more. You're looking at a temporary thing like an interest rate, which would scare off some people, but you're also looking at the impact that has on the sale price and it brings it down. So are you going to scare yourself out of the market because of a temporary interest rate, or are you going to jump in and get um, a better house uh, you know, with conditions that protect you and for a lower price you know, and, and just get into the market? And that's why I, I'm like driving it home to people on social media, get into the market now, because I don't know that this is going to last very long. True. I know. We don't know what the future is. And then for these people who've been going through frustration or even like bidding wars and all of that now, now it's a new era for them. It is. It is. I mean, we're still seeing some bidding wars currently, but I, I do think it is a, it's a, it's a window of opportunity and, I really feel strongly that the people who succeed in real estate or the people who succeed, you know, in just financially, they tend to look for those opportunities where other people might be scared off and they tend to to look at those as windows of windows of opportunity that they can really make a really good investment in their future. And then as far as other lead generation, I would say um I've been really really uh, working on talking to my former clients and really making sure that even two years after they've worked with me, that they still feel taken care of, that they still have communication with me and they feel good about our interactions so that if somebody asks them, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about buying a house. They know they, my name's on at the top of mind. And that's really important for me as far as referral leads. Um, and then as far as just sort of blanket lead generation, you know, I just had a listing that sold for a really great price. Uh, so I, you know, went door to door with my postcards and I tried to introduce myself to as many people as possible. I'm, I'm not a door knocker. I don't love it, but I did feel that if I have a reason to be out there and I, I just made myself aware that if I'm meeting somebody and I'm giving them a card that shows them a house that sold in their neighborhood, that's a service to people because they may not have known that, that, 
that that house sold, they may want to ask questions to me about how is the market right now. So if I'm just going around and introducing myself saying, here, here's a card that says, you know, that property did sell over asking. Here's my contact information. If you ever have any questions, I'm very familiar with your neighborhood and I, and I'd love to help you when the time comes. So I'm, I'm trying to kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall right now on different things. And uh, the next step, I think, in my in my strategy is I'm going to be building up um, YouTube videos because of my background in performing. I feel like it's a really good fit for me to go on on video and talk about the market, talk about different you know plans for how to get in the market as a first time home buyer. Another area that really interests me right now, because I worked with a lot of Ukrainian um, Ukrainian tenants when they first came over to Canada, you know they they couldn't necessarily get into the market by buying, so they were looking for rentals. I helped a few families find rentals. And I know that is a group of people who will likely want to buy in the next few years. So I'm going to create a video specifically for them that will help them, give them information and educate them about the, the way that they can get into the market. Yeah, I love it. This is so cool. You're saying spaghetti at the wall, but I think it's still strategically put. Like, I feel like you have it. Yeah. <laughs> You have it. I do a lot of thinking about it. I, I don't. I don't want to uh, diversify my 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 you know my activities too much because I really do want to make sure that what I'm doing is good quality. So I I don't want to spread out too many things. But I think there are a lot of different things you can do. And and you know ideas. I'll be driving somewhere and I'll be like, oh, that's a good idea for a video. Or oh, I should really try that to help my clients from the past. Or you know, so it's it. There's a lot of my brain is always kind of thinking about ways that I can get out there and get my name out there. And I I think it's the most interesting part of being a realtor is that people think that you know. Um, that you just kind of get people just calling you up or coming into your office. But the truth is, is that you really do need to find ways of getting your name out there often and with, with good feelings. And I love that you're doing different marketing areas. So you have social media, you have print, you have in-person door knocking, like videos, all those things are different mediums or different ways to reach out people. So I think that's important that sometimes a lot of realtors, they'll put all their energy into one thing. And then if that doesn't work out, then they don't have the other options. So I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I like, I like to think that diversification is, is always the best route, right? Because you don't know what will be I think also, I was going to say, you don't know what will land, but it's also about finding the thing that you like the best yes. because yeah. I know, I know myself that if I like, for example, like I mentioned, I don't love door knocking. So I did have to kind of stretch myself outside of my comfort zone to do it. Will I do it from time to time? Sure. Do I love doing it or looking forward to doing it? No. So probably I need to find the thing that, that I want to do over and over and over and over again. And that thing likely will be the thing that brings me the most business. Because it's, I do think that when you align yourself with the thing that makes the most sense for you, that's how you you get the uh, universe to conspire with you to help you achieve your goals because you're doing something that's in alignment with who you are and what you're best at. Mm -hmm. And I think for you, it sounds like it's videos because of the performing, because of the ideas, the passion like is there versus door knocking where you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, and as you can tell, I love to talk. So, <laughs> so it comes easily to me. So why not? And I, I don't know, I think maybe I love my own opinion a lot, but I do, I do really love to help. I do really like to, to have somebody on the other end you know, educating them and sharing the stuff that I've learned, it excites me 
to let them know about it because then they really walk away feeling like, oh yeah, like I learned something today. And that even just that feeling alone, I love it. Tell us about how you're moving forward, how you're innovating in your business. What's How do you have that uh, taken care of? Well, I think recently I realized that you have to be listening to the way that people want to receive information, the the hiccups that come in with changing technology. So I think you're going to find with different age groups, they're going to be more receptive to innovation in real estate. So for example, you know, the social media aspect of things, people, people looking at videos online to figure out which houses they want to go visit. Like that was not really a thing for a very long time. Now that's actually what gets people interested. So you have to really look at the ways that people want to receive the information in the marketing. So although I did bring those postcards door to door, do I think that general mail outs over and over again is the best use of my money and my energy and and just general resources? No, I actually think that paid uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising will actually be better better use of my time energy and actually probably cheaper and 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 I really love the fact it's less wasteful you know mm-hmm. as far as paper and all that kind of stuff so because I know I know that when I wasn't a realtor I was tossing flyers into right into the garbage without looking at them it was mm-hmm. pretty rare that I actually read what was on them so at least with with social media you're getting somebody's attention and they're actually, even if it's just for a second, they're going to listen to you and they're going to watch you. And I think that already captive audience is so much more effective. So I think embracing the technologies, and that's not a huge embrace. I think most people have already gotten there, but I I love the fact that uh, my new brokerage is very forward thinking. You know, they don't do anything with bank drafts and things like that. It's all done electronically. There's very little need for any sort of paperwork. It's it's very efficient that way. And I do think that aligning yourself with a brokerage that is always looking at what's the what's the next wave of real estate look like? What is the best way to be putting yourself out there and really embracing it and encouraging its its realtors to to really not be afraid of what's next and mm-hmm. not not to be too stuck in the way things used to be done so for example you know open houses it really used to be you could get a, a huge amount of business from an open house and i know that from talking to other realtors who've been in the business way longer than i have but my experience starting during covid is that open houses were uncomfortable and you couldn't really build relationship because everybody was wearing a mask it's gotten a little bit better now uh, but i do find that most people who walk into an open house they already have an agent so you know if you're looking to build your business with buyers that way i don't know that you're going to be that successful Open houses still have their place, definitely. With just actually, we just sold um, a listing because people came, uh, um, a family came to the open house, but they did have an agent already. So really, you're just providing another window of opportunity for for clients, buyers to come see the property when maybe their agent hasn't been able to show it to them. So I that's what I mean by things are changing. Yeah, interesting. Because huh? before too, the open house was more for the buyers to get leads. And then now the way you're saying it, it, it's better for your clients as a seller because they get more advertisement of their home for sale. 
Exactly. Exactly. To new ways. I love it. <laughs> Forward. Thinking. Yeah, you, yeah. You have to, because, you know, I, I don't think that people, people who want to live in the past, they're going to miss out on a huge opportunity to embrace new technologies, new types of buyers, you know, even being creative with the way that you're advertising something. So for example, with the cost of housing, I mean, even though we're seeing a little dip, it's still quite expensive, especially in the region that I work in. And I know that there's, there's, there's buyers that are amalgamating, you know, so they're saying, let's buy a house to like two families. We'll say like, let's buy a bigger house, but let's buy it together. And that way we're both in the market, but we don't have to come up with as much money. I think really being creative in how people can get into homes. So understanding that for, it's not going to be always just you know, a nice couple that finally got their first time jobs and then they want to find a house because they have, you know, it, it, you've got to start thinking outside the box because that's just where the market's going and where the pricing is going. So again, embracing that and really looking for opportunities to talk to buyers about different options. Love it. Embracing change. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Tell us a little bit. You've said you work with different agents. You're big into being mentored. You were being uh, mentored in your career. What is a common theme that you see with other successful agents? Oh, wow. I think really just being somebody who is hard work. I mean, it's, it's actually really, it's really simple. Hardworking, communicative, outgoing, and disciplined, I would say, are the things that make people really successful in this business. And and I don't always think that, I mean, I might be totally wrong here. I don't think disciplined always means, you know, you have a very strict schedule and you stick to it and that's your discipline. I think being disciplined is doing the things that you know will help your business even when you don't want to. Wow, love it. Like you're door knocking, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, like I said, I had to, I had to psych myself up to yeah. go and do it. I feel amazing afterwards. And did I feel like, yep, I checked that off the list. That's what I did. So, you know, knowing that I did it, it, even if it doesn't lead to anything, it taught me that you can do the things that you don't really want to do, but you know, are necessary to move forward. And that I think is a huge indicator of people who are successful is just all, like I, I said it right at the beginning, is just always moving forward, always putting one foot in front of the other, not letting your mindset get in the way and just, and just putting your goal absolutely right in front of you and saying that it's not always going to be comfortable. I'm not going to always enjoy it, but I'm going to figure it out. And I think in any sort of industry, I'm going to figure it out. I, I can learn that. Okay. I'm going to buckle down and, and research that because I know I'm not good at that. So creating that list of where are the areas that I can improve and how can I get there? And, and also acknowledging, you know, my goals are worth me feeling uncomfortable right now. Wow. This is so cool. This is so helpful for agents for sure. I love it. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I have rapid fire questions for you. You're ready for it. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, what is the best marketing strategy to win more listings? To be honest, most of my listings have come from my sphere of influence. So okay. I don't necessarily have an actual marketing strategy. 
I would say the general putting yourself out there on social media, letting your entire network know that you're in business and that you are willing, ready, and able. I think being ready for the conversations of what you can offer um, when they ask you the question like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about selling and I think I'd like to use you, but can you tell me more about you know commission structure and what you have to offer? Having your thoughts sorted so that you can really present your best foot forward and being prepared for those conversations, I think is actually part of the marketing strategy. Yeah, it's part of your strategy for sure. What is the best social media tactic for real estate growth? Videos. Love it. Videos, short videos where you give really great information, really short, just completely digestible, smart, and friendly. Love it. What's your most effective social media platform? Instagram right now. Cool. Must have tech tool. My phone. (laughs) How do you- I know it sounds- but how I mean it does my videos it does my voice memos it keeps me organized I I mean I I have all these great conversations on my phone you know like it's just that's definitely the number one tech tool I don't I don't know how anybody would do it without one well I'm sure most people aren't but I can do a lot with my phone (laughs) how do you stay updated on the market trends I just listen to other realtors have, I have lots of conversations with realtors. So even let's say if I'm going through maybe a week where maybe I don't have as much activity going on, I would definitely reach out to other realtors and say, what are you seeing? What, what are the trends that you're noticing? And I think that, um, having really good relationships with other realtors in your area, uh, this has been a huge, I would say another really big piece of advice that I got that was really helpful was you are trying to work together on deals with agents. You're not against them. So being collaborative and helping each other is really the best, the best path forward so that, you know, you can, you can have these very educational conversations with other realtors and friendly, friendly and and collaborative. Love it. And then what's your best advice for new realtors? Wow. I'd say this is going to be controversial, but I'd say get on a team, Mm. get on a team with a team leader that really knows what they're doing, that you respect and admire, that you ethically are aligned with and really soak up everything. I mean, there's always time later to, to be a solo agent. I've never really been interested in that because I, I love the mentorship so much that I, I can't, I can't see it changing at least right now. I mean, never say never, but I do think that most of the people that I know who have been the most successful did start on teams and built their businesses that way. Love it. Love it. What's your top lead generating activity? Talked about it. (laughs) I would say still, still videos, having, having, uh, really great conversations with people, you know, when somebody talks about the market and they say, Oh my gosh, like the, uh, the market's so crazy. Like, how do you, uh, how are you managing in this market? Like the world is, you know, the world is on fire. The you know, the market's collapsing. Here's the bubble bursting. I look at those as really great opportunities to let people know about what's actually happening and have really interesting conversations. And then that way, 
when they're actually thinking about buying or selling or someone they know is they again i'm first um, first at the top of their mind because we we definitely talked about it they know that i'm educated they know that i'm i'm passionate about it so i would say that really again basing your lead gen off of the people you already know it 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 adds a level of credibility to you if people are just you know referring you for sure. I love it. What is, so everyone has their own definition of success. What is your definition of success? That's such a good question. I believe it is getting to the point where you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Okay. To me, that is success. That means being able to make decisions for how to spend your time. So if you want to spend time with family, you're, if you're successful, then you have that ability to decide that that's where you want to put your energy. I think that, you know, trying to chase a certain number or trying to, you know, decide that it's a certain number of transactions. I think you're never actually going to be happy. Even if you hit a certain number, you're always going to want more. But if you look at success as how am I living my life day to day, I feel like that is such a better indicator. And I think you generally will live your life in a happier way if that's how you you really look at success. It's so mindful. I love it. It's so, yeah, it's great. It's a great answer. <laughs> Thank you. And then what you talked a lot about these, but that's the last one. It's what's the best advice you've ever received? So you've got a few in there, but what would be the one best advice? Never be afraid to say, I don't know. I think that people tend to think that if they say, I don't know to a buyer or to a seller, that that will make them look weak or it will make them look inexperienced or perhaps not smart. Um, but I really think that if you say, if somebody asks you a question and you actually don't know the answer, don't make one up because you can end up first of all, in a lot of trouble. And second of all, I think people really respect when you say, you know what, I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to go find out. People okay. have a lot more trust in you if you actually admit when you don't know something. And I would say that is not only the best advice I ever got, but it's also the first, uh, best, um, a uh, compliment that I got in this business was from a buyer I was working with who said to my team leader at the time, I love that even though Daphne doesn't know, she says, I don't know, but I'll find out and then gets us the answer. And they said, we felt so taken care of. And we felt like we really could trust her answers because she wasn't going to just tell us something for the sake of telling it to us. I love it. This is so cool. This is so great. And then we went full circle because you started with saying, don't be afraid to say you don't know. So I love it. <laughs> oh, I did. Oh, amazing. Great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then tell us, I guess now, how are you moving forward between now and the end of the year that's approaching or what is your uh, idea, your vision for next year for your business? So I just had a big switch in teams and brokerages. So I'm really looking at my business plan for 2024 as a, a fresh new start. And, but I do understand based on, you know, I went to a conference the other day and we were talking about this and they said something that was, that really stuck with me is if you want to achieve your goals in 2024, you actually have to start building things now to set yourself up for success so that on January 1st, you've already got some some leads going on and you're already working with buyers because if you wait for January 1st 
you're not going to see those results until further into the year. And then, you know, part of your year is already gone. So my plan of attack right now is I have my business plan that I created a couple of days ago from the conference that I went to, and I have very strategic activities that I'm going to be implementing that I know are going to help build my business in 2024. So I have, I have a big goal for 2024, uh, as far as the number of transactions I want to do, but I also have these kind of very basic activities, even dumb things that don't sound very exciting, like getting my CRM completely organized and really diving into uh, past leads that haven't been contacted in a long time and really having those conversations. And I feel like if I have those conversations now, if I build up my YouTube channel now, if I really start now, I'm going to start seeing those results paying off in 2024. So that's my, that's my plan of attack. Amazing. This is such a great uh, plan or great energy that you're putting on uh, to help. It would be super helpful for other realtors. I'm sure. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Tell us a little bit. Uh, where is, where do we find you? What's your Instagram handle? My Instagram is at Daphne Moens and I am based in Waterloo region. I also am expanding my business towards Hamilton area as well, as well as Brantford. So I can help with any of those areas. Um, I'm, I'm in a bit of a unique position. I'm a single gal and I don't have any kids. So I have a lot of flexibility and, to be able to drive to different areas and really, you know, help clients in, in different markets. So that's what makes me unique. Uh, but I do have a specialty in the Waterloo region right now. So that's really where people can find me. And, uh, yeah, like I said, at Daphne Moens, uh, is my Instagram, or you can just Google me on, uh, on, you know, Google and then you'll find my Facebook page as well. I don't have two business. I don't have a personal and a business. I'm just all in one. So it's pretty easy to find me. And you can also check out some of my videos where I'm singing and stuff too. So I find, I think it's kind of a fun place to land because it's like, well, there's this realtor who also sings. Hmm, very interesting. You know, I'm going to check out some of her singing videos and then we'll look at some of her listing videos and they really get to know me through those pages as well which is important. I love it. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you for taking the time. This was such a great episode. I'm sure lots of realtors will get plenty of advice from it. Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to uncover more secrets to real estate success, be sure to tune in to other episodes. And if you know someone who could benefit from all the tips Daphne shared, Please share the episode and help spread the word. Together, let's unlock the potential to real estate success.